as the world outside seems to be getting darker, colder and more oppressive with each day. It is more important than ever to connect to the truth of who you are, the light within, so that you can shine that through you, from you, out to those around you. Midday mindfulness is being created specifically to deliver you all the information that you will ever require in order to inspire and empower yourself to become the source of your own inspiration and with it your own liberation. In this weekly podcast, Kane Stromberg and all of his amazing guests bring to you the very secrets to reality, how to go about actually becoming an energy master and with it mastering life itself. Consciousness expansion is the name of my game and so you will know my name is Kane. Welcome to Midday Mindfulness. In this weekly podcast, we share with you the very secrets to reality and how to go about actually creating the life of your dreams in all ways. Only through the upliftment and liberation of yourself can you then deliver this information to everybody else so that together, now, we can create a world of true equality. For all. I welcome you to the family, to the tribe, to the club and look forward to connecting with you on a deeper level very soon. Greetings, infinite blessings and welcome to another episode of Midday Mindfulness, the spiritual podcast. In today's episode I'm going to talk all about masculine and feminine energies divine energies. With everything in existence being energy, vibrating at different frequencies, and the dependency of what we experience in life being that which we vibrate at ourself, within the collective there is a very, very dominant masculine energy and a repression of the feminine. But before I actually get into this, I would like to touch bases with you all to let you know where I am upon my journey and again ask that you connect with me and tell me what you're doing, what you're creating in life, what seems to be blocking your path towards your most joyful, blissful and abundant life and what you're doing to overcome these obstacles. So recently I've been away to Turkey and whilst I was away, Floppy Hair put it on the list of areas to quarantine upon returning to the UK. So I am currently halfway through a two weeks self-isolation. This is always, as everything I do is a choice. I could choose to go outside, but I weigh up the consequences of every decision that I make, which is very masculine. And then I come to a conclusion and decision to make. And then I allow for that state of flow to that decision towards that destination which is the feminine qualities existing in a relationship with another person the man will most often become the masculine the female the feminine Yet if there is a very feminine man then the woman can take on the masculine role or if the female is the main breadwinner let's say and goes out and has to actually almost fight within that uh, industry, whatever industry it's, it's 
<laughs> right. Here is where I get tripped up on occasion because the whole system is a charade. It is all puppets on a string and it is all just there to bring wealth and abundance to a very few people to go out and to make your mark on the world to gain your run on the ladder you're playing right into the hands of those which seek to control and destroy you and they do through the repression of the feminine energies but again allow me for a moment to return to what i was saying so this is actually the first episode that is no longer going to be aired on the radio show I have been working tirelessly on many a project and I give my all. I'm very open and I'm very honest and I expect this in return. I know that this is an egoic expectation and desire, yet if I give, then I am entitled to receive that which is equal. The same again in any relationship. Again, the relationship within yourself with the masculine and feminine qualities. If one aspect is more dominant, the other one will actually subdue and be overrun. The same in any relationship. There is quite often a more dominant half to that whole. So, I chose to give an ultimatum. I was promised X, Y, and Z for a very long period of time with nothing being delivered week after week of asking and being promised yet again, nothing. So I gave the ultimatum, either deliver what you have promised me or I will be separating and taking back complete authentic control and artistic ownership over the content I produce and share. It was an amazing opportunity to have my own radio show and obviously my ego absolutely adored it. Oh, look at me, I've got my own radio show. Oh, I'm the mighty ego. And I will do whatever I can to keep it, even if it means lowering my own worth in order to allow another person to feel okay in what they're doing and keep me on board. Hmm. No. Anytime you lower or limit yourself, you're not only affecting yourself, you're affecting everybody else. You're affecting everybody around you, the collective consciousness. What you do echoes for eternity. By placing yourself in a position of worth, you are worthy. That's it. The way I was being treated was not in alignment with who I am or my potential and my worth. If you treat me less than I am, then you can treat me however you desire, however you like. But there will be no repercussion or I will not give you anything back. It's up to me what I focus upon. It's up to me what aspects of reality that I view and create. The world is created within your mind. Everything you view is an interpretation of energy vibrating at different frequencies once again. You interpret it through your lenses of perception and then you decide whether it is positive or negative due to similar previous experiences and events. So having stepped away, instantly, my ego, I gave the ultimatum and I knew what the reply would be. 
my ego then thought or felt, what are you doing? You're stepping away from something that has great potential. Yes, but I have more potential and greatness alone than I do trying to exist as a aspect of a collective. I'm far more powerful as an individual walking my own path and existing as my own truth than I am trying to be or project myself in a way that is not true to who I am. A fish swims in the sea. If you take it out and ask it to climb a tree, it's not going to have a chance. Everything around you is dependent and dictated by you. So this decision was one that was easy to make because it had taken a long period of time to get to that final ultimatum, that final conclusion. This was not what was most beneficial and I will not be treated as less than I am. This is the same in any situation, any relationship. It is a mutual exchange of energy. If it is not mutual, it will leave one side drained, limited and lacking in the ability to experience and enjoy life. Taps and drains, we've spoke about this before, there are either taps or drains. People who lift you up, who fill you up, who liberate and inspire you, they're the people you want to be around. And then you can lift and liberate and inspire them in return. And then there are drains, people who drain you, take from you, who do everything they can for themselves to spite anybody else. This is again linked into not only egoic qualities, but also learnings and programs installed. And I do know, it's not a belief, it's a knowledge that any program can be overridden, whatever it is, whether it be narcissistic tendencies, whether it be a lack of confidence in yourself, whether it is a fear that actually cripples and stops you, they can all be removed. That is the power of the mind. There's your power of belief and creative potential which brings this into reality. So now I have complete artistic control and direction of the show. It's no longer a radio show. It is now a podcast. But because of this, I'm going to start doing live podcasts and introducing some very, very interesting, powerful and deeply deeply wise guests wisdom is knowledge that is being practiced and actualized it's all very well reading a book but unless you have experienced it firsthand secondhand third all the way to the end unless you've experienced it yourself then you can't actually really have a grasp or an understanding of what it means to be or to experience that which you have learned about so next week I'm actually having on, which we'll do as a live, Nicholas. He is a very deep and wise soul, and it's been my honor and privilege to have been connected to him for almost the whole time that I have been doing what I do. And again, I do what I do for the one simple reason that I ask you to actually think about in depth and apply to everything you do. I do what I do because I can. No other reason. I do it because I can. And I can because I am. 
I exist, therefore I am. And I do simply because I can. If I have to do something, it removes the enjoyment and the excitement from it. It becomes a burden, a chore, and it actually becomes heavy and a negative experience. If I do it simply because I can, it doesn't matter if I do it or not. I'm doing it just for the experience of doing it, simply because I can. So next week, Nicholas at the waves and the ocean on Instagram. He has a very, very expansive and dedicated following and he exists in an aspect of non-dualism. And we're going to discuss duality and non-duality and the fact that, in truth, the masculine and the feminine halves, the yin and the yang, they are aspects of the same self, the same whole. There is no separation. There is no divide. The sun and the moon are aspects of the same reality. Heads and tails to a coin are two halves, two sides to the coin. The yin and the yang complete each other. The masculine and the feminine are part of the same entity of being, part of the same pool and <laughs> ocean of existence. I'm mean, not going to get into it today, but I'm very excited to actually discuss the concept of dualism and the teaching of being a single droplet of water. I was showing this myself in deep trance-like meditation and then discovered it was actually a teaching that has been passed on or taught in the past. But picture yourself for a moment as a single droplet of water. A single droplet. Taken from the ocean, you have all of the same information, capability, ability and worth as the entire ocean. Separate from the ocean, you believe yourself to be separate. Separate in your body, you believe yourself to be separate to everything else around you. Remember, everything is energy vibrating at different frequencies. You are included in this. You are energy vibrating at different frequencies. You are energy in motion. An emotion that is happening within you, that is being experienced by you, is energy in motion. You are energy and motion yourself. So you are an experience, an expression, an emotion yourself. You are God experiencing itself. You are an emotion of God, of the universe itself. So as a single droplet, once you return to the ocean, you remember that you are part of the ocean. This happens upon leaving these avatar bodies, but also through entering into the astral plane, the realm beyond, through deep trance-like meditations. Upon returning to the ocean and remembering that you are part of the ocean, you take the next step and remember that you are the ocean itself. You connect back to the ocean and you become the ocean. You are not only part of the ocean, you are the mighty ocean itself. You are part of the universe as the universe is part of you. You are the universe in completion. From the micro to the macro, as above, so below, as within, so without, it is all the same aspect, the single point of consciousness that you are. Without you, there is nothing. Without you, there is nothing to experience, therefore nothing exists. 
This is the depth of information that you can achieve through meditation. Honestly, I do not know what or how or where the information comes from that I now am able to embody and to pass through me. I don't know how I'm able to speak with such elegance in a way which flows through me with a pure creative quality that I never once before in the past believed myself even capable of dreaming about, let alone actually experiencing. Honest to God, to the universe, <laughs> to myself, I used to speak like this. I used to keep myself really quiet, really small, really low, and it was all to do with previous experiences and events and programs. And as I've said before, it's a single event which can be carried with us forevermore, which limits and lacks and lowers us. It's up to us to actually realize that we have these programs and to break free from them. Once again, this is what I do. So if anybody feels guided towards actually working upon themselves to reconnecting to their true potential, their true worth, to reintegrate all aspects and parts of yourself back into the whole, then please just reach out and contact me and we will see when there is availability to connect. Jump on a call together, connect, see what's up, see where we're going, see what direction we're guided towards. And that's it. I will provide you the key. I will guide you along the path through the jungle, keeping you safe at all times. But it is you that will walk that path and it is you that will reach that destination. It is you that will pick up the key and open the door to set yourself free. And as always, I think you know by now if you have been listening to me on whatever platform, whether it be the podcast or any of the YouTube channels, Cosmic Surfer being actually releasing three videos now a week. On Tuesday, there is modern day mindfulness. It is a step-by-step -step process through the journey towards being completely mindful of all that is to then be able to experience that state of acceptance, which then leads to liberation, liberation from past events and freedom to experience the future. Thursdays is together, united we stand, apologies, Thursdays is united we stand, Saturdays is together we rise, Saturdays is the deep spiritual wisdom, Thursdays we'll actually be sharing the radio show, the live recordings of it, as well as live healings, live one-on-ones, connects and anything else which is more bringing the aspects of individuality into the collective uniting people globally, bringing us back into unity one, unity one consciousness in the self and collectively. So, going off on a tangent once again, upon returning to the... As the world outside seems to be getting darker, colder and more oppressive with each day, it is more important than ever to connect to the truth of who you are, the light within, so that you can shine that through you, from you, out to those around you. Midday mindfulness has been created specifically to deliver you all the information that you will ever require in order to inspire and empower yourself. To become the source of your own inspiration and with it, 
your own liberation. In this weekly podcast, Kane Stromberg and all of his amazing guests bring to you the very secrets to reality, how to go about actually becoming an energy master and with it, mastering life itself. Consciousness expansion is the name of my game. And so you will know my name is Kane. Welcome to Midday Mindfulness. In this weekly podcast, we share with you the very secrets to reality and how to go about actually creating the life of your dreams in all ways. Only through the upliftment and liberation of yourself can you then deliver this information to everybody else so that together, now, we can create a world of true equality for all. I welcome you to the family, to the tribe, to the club. I look forward to connecting with you on a deeper level very soon. The ocean and becoming the ocean, realizing that you are the ocean. Next becomes potentially a difficult time, a difficult experience. And it's not until you stop trying once again and accept what is that you will gain that liberation. Upon returning to the ocean and realizing that you are the ocean itself, you try to actually direct the currents and flows. You try to control the waves and where they go. But this is not possible. As remember, although you are the ocean, you are that individual aspect of it. And until you have learned everything in completion and returned to it in completion, you are not able to control the direction of the tides. Once you accept this, and once you fully allow for all limitations of separation to dissolve, you can then enjoy the journey, enjoy the experience, enjoy wherever the current is taking you, surfing upon the crests of the waves. It's up to you to choose how you experience each event in life. You can't always control the actual event and you can't always choose not to experience something that you would rather not because of certain consequences once again if you do not like your job you could choose not to go it may result in not being able to pay your bills feed yourself clothe yourself you may end up on the street etc etc going all the way down the path towards the final aspect of that choice which would be potentially that you may die Everything between being born and dying is part of the journey, part of the experience to be enjoyed. You don't have to go to work, but you choose to because the consequences of going versus not going are more beneficial to go. Yes? Yes. So focus on the fact that you choose to. It is a choice. You are creating this situation. Just as I have chosen to stay indoors for two weeks, There's part of me that wants to go outside and be free and go for a walk. I walked around the garden for a bit earlier in the rain and connected and grounded and it was beautiful. And I focused on the fact that I was choosing that situation as I choose everything in life, as I know I've created everything in the past. I own everything. All past events, all past experiences, all wrongs put upon me and especially those that I created and did to others. I own it all. 
If you do not own something in life, it will end up owning you. If you have an issue, if you have a tendency to become angered, if you have a tendency to become low in certain periods of the year, as I used to become very, very low in the winter because I suffered from SAD, the lack of sunlight and working continual night shifts meant that I was always very down in the winter. Last year, I owned this. I bought a sunlight, I took vitamin D, I started going to have sunbeds. I did something about it. And lo and behold, surprisingly, it improved. Wow, fancy that. <laughs> so, allow me to actually begin this week's main topic of conversation, which is divine masculine and divine feminine energies and the difference in them and the qualities of them and the repression of the feminine within the collective. So those of you watching on video, you can see that the studio has had a revamp. There's a new background. And at the moment, I am wearing a black and white Christmassy jumper, black and white background. It's all very serious. I've got my glasses on and it's very serious, very straight lined. I am talking with reason. I am bringing action in a firm manner. And this is all masculine. Masculine qualities are logic, reason, action, being firm towards the the goal of survival, remaining loyal no matter what, being adventurous but rational in the ability to actually experience things and holding strength always. Yet if you require the masculinity above all else, if you have to stay strong, then that actually is a weakness in itself. I've written poems on this, being a masculine and needing to keep strong. And actually, it is something that I would quite like to share. So I may even find that before the, before the episode is complete and read it. Feminine qualities are intuition, knowing without knowing. Nurturing, loving, healing, being gentle, and expressive, being wise and creative, artistic, being patient, being emotional and being flexible. So once again, liken yourself to a tree. The tree is rooted, rooted in its ability and confidence in itself, rooted in certain things that it is passionate about and driven towards. Growing a few deep tap roots means that you have two or three focuses of attention, say your family, say the betterment of yourself and those around you, say happiness and equality in the world. These are taps. These are deep grounding and cleansing and purifying, nourishing roots I have grown. If you grow your root system too shallow, over too wide an area, trying to do too much, as quite often people do, trying to please too many people, then the first storm that comes along will uproot you. Okay, so be grounded in your beliefs and ability in yourself. Then you grow a strong and supportive trunk up to the branches above, which then allow for the leaves to grow upon them. Look at yourself as the tree. You are grounded by your feet. You have your legs, which bring you stability. You have your upper body and then your arms and your head which grow off them, the different ideas, the different leaves, 
Sometimes a thought, an idea is seen by yourself as positive, just as a beautiful green leaf can appear more more beautiful than a dried up old leaf that has withered away and almost died, which could be seen as a negative thought. Each of your emotions could be seen as different leaves. Each aspect of yourself that is part of the collective self, just as you are part of the collective of humanity, could be seen again as these different leaves, different branches. Each one plays its own role, and without one of them, the tree is not the same as it would be if it did not have all of those elements, all of those branches. If you are too masculine, if you become too rigid, if a tree was solid and strong no matter what, then again, no matter how deep its root system is, if the wind come along, it would either uproot it or it would snap it in two. It is the ability to be flexible that allows a tree to withstand the storms of life. It's the flexibility in the feminine that allows you to overcome obstacles, to let go of a need to stay strong, to be superior, to take action in a firm way at all times. Again, masculine is straight-lined. You set a path towards where you're going, a plan of action to get there, and you go on that journey adventurously, but on a firm path, being strong at all times, yes? Again, if something blocks your path, unless you are able to stop and actually think about it, being patient and wise, checking in on previous experiences of old, checking in on your emotions, not trying to repress them, keeping strong but allowing for that feminine quality to come through then you can be flexible in your journey to go okay although i've planned this journey this path although i spent a long time walking towards this point it's going to be more beneficial to actually change course to walk around the obstacle and then to rejoin the path or to find an alternative path towards the destination this is feminine So, to those of you listening who know, you know. And there's nothing that I can do or say which will really change your perspective because you already know this truth deep within. Taking off my lenses of perception, taking off my glasses, taking off my serious face, and becoming more joyful, more pleasurable, more happy, more playful, becoming more childlike in everything I do, looking at life through the lenses of excitement and wonderment. This is what true living is. The current situation, the pandemic that is occurring, I know the reason behind it all, as I'm sure many of you do yourselves. So what do we do? Do we focus on it with a desire to overcome it? for our very survival and the survival of those around us being masculine and trying to actually overpower it? Or do we choose the feminine qualities and focus on healing the self and those around us with a gentle and beautiful compassion, shining love everywhere we go? 
If you focus on something, then it grows. A hatred for war will only create hatred and war. It is only a love for peace that will actualize love and peace. This is a very powerful and deep truth. For many and many and many a generation, the feminine has been repressed. There has been cultures that have been completely wiped out, that lived in harmony with our mother, our prime mother earth. But here is what I would like to suggest and actually bring to your attention, something that I had never seen before until actually last night thinking about this episode. By calling Mother Earth our mother, we are putting all of the feminine energy within the earth. To balance it out, we then as a collective, as her children, bring that balance in the masculine. Think about this for a minute. In any relationship between two entities, between two sides, if you have a mother that is a single mother, the son will take on the masculine role and be a powerful and protective masculine, protecting the feminine. If you have two masculines, then quite often the alpha will override and dominate the beta masculine and the, the second masculine will be more feminine in quality. It happens in all the animal kingdom. It happens in our civilization within the aspect of humanity. By separating all the feminine and placing it in the earth and within the moon, grandmother moon, we have no choice but to balance out that equation by being a civilization of dominant masculine. So I ask that you stop separating yourself from the earth or from anybody else to a level of, to a depth of understanding that you are the earth that the feminine qualities in the earth is the feminine qualities in you, but there is also masculine qualities in the earth. I would like for you to start to stop separating masculine and feminine. We'll talk about this in next week's episode with the non-dualism aspect. And again, remember, everything is just a theory because we cannot test anything to infinity. You could flick a coin infinite minus one times and then heads up. You believe that there's only one side. But the next flick lands heads down and it blows the whole equation out of the water. I understand we have very powerful computers which not only control what we ingest in a media-based context but also test theories to the principle of being a proven fact but I would like to suggest as well that we never actually stop questioning anything we always wonder why what if and what if in a positive context what if I can fly not only by closing my eyes but actually physically what if what if we stop separating ourselves internally and externally what if we stop labelling things? 
to label something is to limit it to that label. To label something as left or right means that it can only exist in the left or the right. So there has been a massive repression of femininity. There were civilizations which lived in harmony. Harmony with the earth and actually went about rhythmically beating their drum to the rhythm of the earth to cleanse and purify our beautiful mother, father earth's energy. To keep it in harmony. Harmony with themselves and the home that we live on. These civilizations were persecuted and exterminated by the same people which now sit above on the top of that pyramid and laugh, laugh at us for the control that they place upon us and the, <laughs> the illusion that we are free being quite easily lapped up by many. You are free to do as we tell you. You're a cog in the wheel. Nothing more. Yes, you fucking are. You're a lot more than that. And it's time to actually wake up to this truth, to take back your sovereign right of freedom of expression and to choose everything you do in life, not because there is a written law or guideline, but because you know inside that it is the right thing, the true thing, the just thing. So at the moment, with the global pandemic, we are more separated from each other than ever before. There is always two sides to this coin again. There is the positive and the otherwise perceived negative. But again, remember that they are the same coin. Positives are that people are no longer going to work and having no longer going out in general. Say that you used to blame somebody else for your shortcomings. Oh, my life would be great, but it's my boss's fault. Oh, my life would be great, but it's my friend's fault that I have to go see every week or whatever it is, whoever it is that you used to blame or put your put your power in. Anytime that you give somebody the power over you, you are not existing as you are. You are a being of unlimited potential in all ways. To be a victim is to create that aspect, that character, and to adopt that role willingly. Poor me. Fuck poor you. Poor little ego. Poor little ego. Hmm. So not having anybody external to project your own internal issues on and to blame them for I'm angry because that person made me angry. No, you're not. You're angry because you're angry at something inside yourself, at a aspect that is less than you are, at a separational conflict within you. Something is happening inside you that you are angry about. You are angry at yourself, and then you go about blaming everybody else. Not being connected to others, we can no longer externalize our issues upon them. So we then actually have have to we don't have to we can run away and cover it up but those of us that are aware can see the issues and then are able to address them to overcome them that is positive 
not having an ability to connect, to embrace, being scared to actually get too close to each other. These are not positives. The female energy is being repressed and our sexual creative energy is being repressed on a global scale. I know people are in relationships, but those people are free, let's say, to go out and express themselves liberally. And I'm not condoning just sleeping around because it has all sorts of implications, not only in a health-wise, but actually energetically. Energetically, if you give yourself, you are lowering your worth. If you go about throwing yourself all over the place, then you are separating yourself out all over the place. No wonder you then seek completion so much from people outside because you have distributed your energy so freely and expansively. And as well as this, you take upon viruses from other people, again, not physical, but energetic. You can actually adopt other people's programs, take upon their, their demons, if you like, and then wonder why you feel so low and lacking and limited. People will purposely, subconsciously, but still purposely attach hooks to you so that they can drain you, so they can keep you exactly where they want. So when they call upon you, you give them what they require. But we'll actually discuss sexual energy and connection in a later episode. But those people that existed in that aspect of going out and connecting, that is not taking place. That is a repression of our creative energy, the flow within the collective. There is no connections taking place at concerts or festivals or events. These were some of the most beautiful experiences that we could still have collectively, likened to sitting around the circle, sitting around the fire, beating your drum, dancing to that rhythm, all connecting and actually embracing and becoming one in the beat, connecting to the beat and to each other, becoming one. This is why the energy at a music event is so uplifting, so powerfully liberating and euphoric because you're all existing as one. Your collective consciousness is focused on a single element. So you become that element in completion and in unity. There is no freedom of dance, of movement, of expression, of connection. We're no longer moving in harmony to the rhythm and the beat of the drum that Gaia produces. And I know, again, that she is feminine in her qualities, but she also has a masculine side. Just as all the women listening to this, you know yourselves to have a masculine energy within you. So again, Please stop the separation and let's start to actually unite energetically and globally once again. I would love to hear any point of view or suggestion to actually bring something together so that we can all connect on a regular basis and move in freedom of flow and movement together. Have a dance party. Hmm. 
my beautiful image. In truth, without ego, without forms of separation, we could all get together in a field somewhere, preferably a nice warm field, not in England in the middle of winter. But I was actually rolling around, not fully natural, let's say, but almost on the mud the other day, connecting and grounding. All get together, listen to music and flow as one in completion with no form of divide. Removing all limitations, all illusions, being free in all ways. Beautiful image. This is the way that we are born. This is the way that we will die. Why not do it in the middle? Living for the moment. Living for now. Enjoying each breath for what it is, a gift. Take for granted the good things in life. And then you focus on the negatives, wishing that they did not take place, or why me, poor me. Again, it's all part of existence, it's all part of reality. Masculine and feminine, heads and tails, left and right. Suffering and the separation of suffering. Being somebody who feels deeply, you experience suffering on a deeper level than those which are still asleep and within the matrix. But you cannot go back to sleep. So in order to end suffering, first you realize that it is part of existence, part of reality, and that there's nothing that requires healing because it's all perfect as it is. It is the feminine qualities within all of us that allow us to enjoy. If you become too masculine, you become too rigid, too serious, too controlling, too dominating, too powerful, or for a desire of power, very egoic. It's the reason for the disruption and destruction of the earth. The raping and pillaging of our beautiful home. Just through civilization, there would always be one power-hungry masculine that would seek control. And I can guarantee you that the feminine aspects of reality, the feminine people of past that have gone upon this same journey were domineering in their masculine energy quite often I would suggest that they were raised by their father to be masculine. Or actually, hmm, interestingly, maybe makes more sense energetically after saying that, that they were raised by their mother. And being a girl and their mother being very feminine, they adopted the masculine role, the protective role to protect their mother that would energetically make much more sense. So even when we express ourselves, when we think something to be true, there's always an element of analysation to actually question everything, to think of something and then go, mm, actually, let me look at the other side of that. Yeah, that feels more realistic to me. That looks like it makes more sense. It sounds better. To me, 
whatever way that you process and store information, always wonder and question why. So again, to all my divine sisters, thank you. I see you. I understand you. I honor and respect you. And I love you as I am part of you. And to all my divine brothers, I see you. I am with you. In completion, I understand you, respect, honor, and admire you. And I love you as I am part of you. The Divine Feminine will flow freely and effortlessly towards our destination. It is for the masculine to create a safe space for the feminine to then create the, the doorway to freedom. You try and put into words the imagery that I'm being shown. If there is somebody, hmm, Red Riding Hood, it's the story that's just come to mind. She's walking through the forest. If she's scared about being eaten by the big bad wolf, if she's scared about being attacked, if she's scared about being victimized and used or abused in some manner, then she's not going to be actually focusing in the moment of now upon the enjoyment of the journey. She's not going to experience the journey for what it is. She's not going to see anything around her. She's only going to see that potential fear that could take place in front of her. She's going to live in the future, not in the now. If there was a woodcutter that accompanied her, that made her feel safe and secure, that showed her that he will protect her, she can then enjoy the journey through the forest. He can focus upon the future, upon the path, with logic and reason, taking action when required in a firm manner in order to survive, staying loyal to her, keeping that adventure alive, doing so rationally with a strength. And she can then use her intuition and her nurturing qualities to heal the elements around her, the people around her, in a gentle way. Being expressive in her love, in her wisdom, and patient with those which require a little more time, a little more guidance, a little more support and assistance feeling others' emotions and allowing for those emotions to flow through, not actually connecting or holding on to them as the masculine would do because he needs to be strong. So he can't stop or let go of something. He needs to hold on to it. In truth, he needs to let go, being flexible. Then Red Riding Hood can take that path, enjoy the adventure through the woods, actually noticing her surroundings, noticing the wildlife that she passes, noticing the beautiful flowers and the fruits which grow on the trees which she can pick and then take back to provide sustenance to those around her, 
and upon her journey, feeling safe and secure, she can think outside of herself, realizing that to think outside the box is the first step, the box that the masculine likes to keep everything neat and tidy in. The feminine realizes to think outside the box is to experience everything that is outside the box, to only exist in the box, to limit yourself to what is within. And then, through a long period of time and a lot of integration, a lot of inner work, bringing back in the adventure of the masculine with the logic and the action towards it, staying flexible, using the wisdom that you've gained, healing internally and externally, and using your intuition. Once you bring in completion of those two elements of half, the yin and the yang, realizing that you are in completion both aspects, then you realize not only can you think outside the box, but you can think anywhere you desire because there is no box. You can think inside it, outside it, all around it. You are the box and there is no box. And this is the depth of information that I still am not quite able to fully put into a modern context. The deepest truth is that you are everything in existence, yet nothing at all. You're in the entire universe and you matter more than anything in existence because you are everything in existence, yet you matter nothing, meaningless. You matter not at all. Nothing matters. Between being born and dying, it's just all an experience. And if the universe ended now, it wouldn't matter because there'd be nothing to experience. It's only your separation, your egoic attachment to situations which bring with it suffering. It is only the defiance of what is that brings suffering. Through accepting everything that is, allowing it, you can then just experience it for what it is an experience. Men desire and actually require the ability to protect and to provide for their women. This is in a human context as well as the energetic ability within ourselves. Men need to allow for the masculine to flow, to be the provider, the supporter, then the protector. And women need within them within the single self as well as with a relationship, to be the nurturer, the healer, to be gentle and patient and to express emotion. We all need to do both of these to be complete, to be a full picture. But again, remember, we need to do nothing as there is no need to do anything as I do everything that I do simply because I can. And I can because I am. <laughs> so every relationship is based and built on compromise. The relationship between your internal energetic self, the masculine and feminine, when the two compromise and mingle, you can be logic, 
but use intuition. You can use reason, but also nurture towards that action of healing in a firm but gentle way in order to survive and express yourself, staying loyal and wise, adventurous and patient, rational and emotional, with a strength of flexibility. If there is one side that is too dominant, the other side will wither away. If there is the sun shining upon an area of vegetation and one of the plants becomes more powerful, more dominant, more superior to the other plant, it will put the other plant in the shade and the other plant will suffer further from the domineering effects and qualities of the first plant. It's time to unite as always, globally, but actually, first of all, to unite within yourself, to stop looking at yourself as being feminine or masculine, to remove separation within yourself, to then allow that separation to be removed everywhere else. Just because of your genitals or your gender or the way that you choose to be seen in that manner, do not limit yourself to that. And also do not try to then become too far removed from who you are and exist in the other way. Well, women are equal. We need to be strong and domineering and do everything that a man can do. Why do you? You know, why? The moon doesn't go, mm, I need to be more like the sun and to actually help to grow all the vegetation and to bring warmth and light to everyone. I'm a fucking shit sun. I'm a shit moon. I'm crap. I'm crap. I wish I was like the sun. I'm going to be more like the sun. Uh, yeah, I'm the sun. I hope you can see the imagery that I was just showing then in my deliverance of it. Be who you are. Stop trying to be somebody else. Stop trying to be the way that your parents wanted you to be or the way that you believe that they wanted you to be because the way that you think that another person wants you to behave or act is your perception of it. If you speak to them, they'll tell you something quite far removed from what you expect, what you believe. I was thinking the other day after discussing last week about narcissistic tendencies and qualities. I've been being very grateful and shining a lot of love and appreciation towards my father. Because without every experience that I have had, I would not be the person I am. Without the repression of my masculinity at that point in my life, I would not have learned everything I did from that perspective of being more, feeling more lacked and limited. I would not have experienced what it was like to be a poor me victim and then to overcome this, to then be able to vibrationally notice if it is something that is existent in somebody else around me or even within myself if that little voice of poor me comes up. Just because you remove a program, it doesn't mean that you won't actually skim past it on occasion. If you install a program on a computer, it's on the computer. You can remove it from the computer and it's gone. But it doesn't mean that when you're trawling through the internet, the program that you have previously installed and had uninstalled is not going to pop up for some form, shape or reason. 
And when it does, it's up to you what you do with it, to just allow it to flow by or to actually stop and to think, what can I learn from this? I love each and every person that I have had contact with. And my love for my mother and my father is just as great as the love for my children, as I'm in the middle of them all. Without my mother and my father, I would not be who I am. I would not exist. I would not be alive. And without me, my children, without me and their mother, my children would be in the same situation. I love everybody. I love my mother. I love my father. I love each and every person that I have come into contact with, even those that in the past wished me ill and tried to harm or hurt me because they allowed me the learnings and growth and the ability to make the decisions that I did to bring me to this moment of now. I was never a, a big bad man. Playing gangster was not my role, it's not who I am. But I'm grateful for the experiences of that side of the track so that I know what it's like to view life from that perspective. My dad will be coming out of prison in about a year's time after serving almost 14 years. And that is going to be a very interesting situation. And it will allow for me to practice and to analyze and to observe everything I've learned from the moment that he went away to this point now. As everything happening for a reason, I'm only who I am today because of my connection and relationship with him, but also the actual removal of it. Him going to prison allowed me to look at myself in a new way, to become who I truly am, to become the me of today. And he has become learned in his, his perspective and view of life. He's become Buddhist in nature, but not classified as Buddhist. He's aware, but still views life as something to achieve and to take from another person simply because you are able. There is nothing you do upon another that you do not do upon yourself. There is no separation which is why I love you all, because I've got to a point after actually absolutely detesting and loathing myself to a situation where I love myself in completion. I love you, me. I love you, me. I love you, me. Say it with me. How amazing does it sound once you actually break through the judgment? Man, why, why would I do that? I love you, me. Go look in the mirror and tell yourself, I love you, me. I love you, me. I love you, me. I fucking love you. Like it or not, pull it illegal. You're loved.
by the self and by everybody else. So once again, as always, thank you for tuning in. We're nearing completion of this week's episode. Masculine and feminine energies and the repression of the feminine qualities within the collective. And again, I ask that any of you message me with information about your guidance of how to actually collectively bring liberation and unity back to the self to balance out the equation as that is what we are always working and striving towards is a balance is harmony completion make sure that you have subscribed to the youtube channel cosmic surfer cosmic with a k and also the mainstream meditation channel where we are uploading Every uh, every week we're uploading a dedicated, beautiful meditation. On the Cosmic Surfer YouTube channel, there is now three videos a week. Come back for next week's instalment of the podcast on whatever platform that you're listening to it upon and share it with anybody that you feel it will vibe with, that it may assist in any way. It's a beautiful way to just listen to information in the background. I'm aware that potentially my rhythm of tone is more therapeutic and hypnotic than empowering and liberating and uplifting yet the message is being integrated at the very depth of your consciousness because of the hypnotic qualities to it and even having told you this it will still take place you're now consciously aware of being subconsciously aware and I leave you to play with that, to think about thinking, to wonder about wondering, and to listen to your intuition and your logic side by side. To follow your head or your heart, to go the route of the masculine or the feminine. Follow both. Be that which you wish to see. Create in a completion and then bring that liberation to everybody else. Make sure you head over to the website greatestversion.club and take advantage of our life-changing courses. The information that I have been able to integrate I have put into these life-changing courses that will change the entire fabric of your reality. And knowing that these will be listened to for many a year, I actually ask that you head over to the charity, the company being Key, K-E-I, and the charity being based on the empowerment and liberation of humanity to unlock a world of true potential within, providing you the key. This is the charity that we are working towards creating and potentially when you're listening to this, it is created and it is already making that life-changing impact on the world at large. It's all to do with information, empowerment and liberation by inspiring you 
I empower you, if only for a day. But by teaching you how to inspire yourself, I then empower you for life. I love you, unconditionally and eternally. And until next week's episode, or until we connect on whatever platform, on whatever level of reality and existence, make today the best day possible. I know it might not be the best day ever, but you can make it the best day possible. Love, light, and infinite blessings. And until next time, namaste.